Welcome back to the show, Julian DeStoop, sitting in for Dwayne Russell. Certainly the big story locally today has been that Melbourne City and coach Rado Vitisic have mutually decided to part ways just two games into this year's A-League's men's season. Aurelio Vidmar will take over as coach for the rest of the season, starting with Friday night's game against Sydney FC. Melbourne City Director of Football Michael Petrillo joins us now to just uh, give us shed some light on how this is to be. Uh, Michael, thanks for your time. Yeah, no problem, Julian. Michael, can you just give it an, an insight as to why this decision's been made and, and why now? Oh, look, you know, to be honest, Rudder sort of came to me after the after the loss uh, against Adelaide and said, look, I'm struggling a little bit with the, with the group and, you know, how, what are you guys thinking? And you know, we sat down and had a good chat about things and we uh, probably came to the decision that it was best to, to uh, for Rudder to, to uh, stop and, and to bring in a... A, a new coach with, with this group, and look, he's he's still a, a welcome at the club, and you know, he will probably pop up in some other position within within the Sydney Football Group. But it's you know, it, it was a a mutual decision to, to to part ways at the end. So when he came to you and said he was struggling a little bit, did that completely take you by surprise, or you'd seen some signs that all was not right? Oh, look, not, not not completely by surprise. Obviously, been working with Rado for a while. I've known Rado for, for a long, long time. And, and um, one thing with Rado, he's very honest. He's always uh, team first oriented, um, and, and certainly a, a gentleman and, and, and a guy that I said will always be welcome around the club and, and within the city football group. Uh, but when it's uh, when it's like that, and, and uh, I was probably thinking the same thing. It was a pretty easy decision to uh, to, to make at the end. Did the heavy nature of the defeat on the weekend bring this to a head? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, you, you know, we've had uh, unfortunately in our last three A League uh, games, we've had two of our the, uh, well, we've had our two worst losses in, in the club's history. So yeah, that certainly was uh, I think the catalyst for, for the for the decision and, and the way. You know, Rada was feeling, and, and and we were feeling, to be honest. Had some of the players lost a little bit of faith in the direction that the club was heading under Rado? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's a loss, loss of faith, but certainly, uh, you know, struggling to get the best out of the group at the end. So, um, yeah, when it's like that, it's it's uh, it's very difficult to get back. And we we both thought it was uh, the best thing for the for the team moving forward that. He stepped, he stepped aside. How were the players told and, and what's their reaction been? Well, to be honest, Julian, I am only told uh, shortly before the press release went out this morning. So um, the reaction, um, whilst they're disappointed for Rado, as I said, he's a, he's a terrific guy, one of the nicest guys you'd want to meet in any sport. Um, they realised that the, you know, the results haven't been great, and they also realise that they've got to take some of that responsibility. It's not just on the coach. They've, uh, they've all uh, been around long enough, a lot of experienced players in that group, and I think they uh, they realise they've got to take responsibility. The positive part is that you know we've got a very experienced uh, uh, coach coming in in the Rally who's, who's uh, had great success in the A League and, and also with the national teams, working as Ange Postecoglou's assistant when they won the Asian Cup. 2015. So he's he's come from a really good background, has some success in in Thailand as well, and he's coached. Uh, I think my last count was about eight of our group through either club football or in in the national teams, either with the Ollie Roos or the Socceroos. So he's a familiar face to a lot of the boys, 
um, comes in with, with a fresh approach and training this morning was, was excellent. So if that's any gauge of, of what's to come, uh, I think it's a, it's a positive step. We're speaking with Michael Petrillo, Melbourne City Director of Football, uh, following the news this morning that uh, Rado Vitasic's time as the head coach at Melbourne City is up. Did you... Obviously, you don't expect to lose 6-0, and what happened in the grand final last year was very disappointing as well. But just the start of this season, do you, did you expect to to hit the ground running? Or given that you've had significant changes to your on-field personnel and, and lost some really key players that have been key to your success over the last two or three seasons, did, did you sort of fear it, it might be a bit of a slow burn this season? Oh, there's no doubt. I thought you know we'll, we'll take our, our time to, to get into some rhythm and for the players to get to know each other, first of all, and then to understand the way that, that Melbourne City plays its football. But um, you know, certainly didn't expect uh, the loss of that sort of magnitude and the way it sort of happened over the course of the game uh, on the back of you know, a 2-1 loss in our first game. And then, as you've mentioned, Julian, a 6-1 loss in the grand final. It's, it's not acceptable for, for our club. Um, we just shouldn't be losing games uh, uh, with that sort of magnitude of score. Um, and as I said, I think that's the, the, the catalyst for the decision that was made with, with you know, in conjunction with Rado. So when Rado came to you, by the sound of it, there was no sort of saying, look, maybe give it a bit more time, Rado. We've, we've had some significant changes. Let's just give it a bit more time. That that, that sort of conversation didn't sound like it that came to be? No, I don't think we were both of the opinion that maybe it was, a, you know, it was time to move and, and um, you know, Conversation really, well, the conversation didn't go down that that avenue. Um, I think it was a, a pretty quick conversation, and, and uh, we knew what each other were, were thinking. As I said, I've known Rado for about 17 years. We have a good relationship, and um, as I said, he's he's uh, certainly still a very welcome person within our without within the City Football Group organisation. So, hopefully, there's a role for, for Rado. Uh, somewhere within the group. So, is there stability across the club um, with this decision, or is there some people that have that have been, you know, really surprised and disappointed by it? No, I think you know it's, it's uh, uh, you know, players are professional enough to know that you know in football or any sport uh, this can happen, and coaches you know, can come and go. Uh, probably a little bit of surprise that it's happened so so quickly, but. We didn't want to be in a position, and uh, I didn't want the club to be in a position. You know, ten games into the season, that you know we've got to change coaches then, and and maybe it's too late to, to sort of turn things around a little bit, even though it's only only two games, and you know we've done reasonably well, and obviously in the Champions League. But again, it's just a testament to Rado's character that he's put the club first uh, beyond his own, um, uh, you know, pride, I suppose, and and and, and his welfare. He's really thought of the club and uh, he's he, you know, he in his mind and in our mind, you know, it's the right decision. No one saw that result coming in the grand final last year and, and I know you've had significant turnover in the playing group, but is there any concern there's some scars there from the the, the sizable nature of that defeat in the biggest game of the year? No, I don't think so, Julian, because we've, uh, we've had uh, such a big turnover of players. You know, most of the team, I think we've had, uh, eight or nine of the starting eleven that weren't with us last year, so they have no recollection or, or any memory of of, uh, of that game. And, and uh, you know, obviously having Matthew Leckie injured and, and uh, Andrew DeBoe, mm. Curtis Good wasn't available, they weren't there either. So, uh, look, 
you know, and that's probably part of the decision making was that we've suffered those two defeats with two completely different sets of, of players. So, um, yeah, definitely there's no scarring from the grand final. Will Aurelio's style be a lot different, or given he's already been part of the setup, not much will change? Well, Aurelio hasn't been part of our setup, but, you know, having worked with, uh, with Aurelio at Adelaide United hmm. quite a while ago, and then, you know, his time with, with Ange Postacoglu at national team level with the Socceroos, he's certainly a, an advocate for the type of football that we, we want to play, and, and that was a prerequisite, really, uh, with us appointing Aurelio as coach that. You know, that's uh, it's not a non it's a non negotiable for us with with any coach coming in that we we, we play a city mm. style of game and we need coaches that believe in that and and Aurelio certainly is, uh, is is a great believer in that in that style of football. Uh, so yeah, very very important that um, you know, that he, he keeps that philosophy. So beyond this season, do you just let the season play out? Aurelio coaches for the end of the season and then. You make you go to market, or you make a decision whether Aurelio is a candidate to go forward, or you sort of look around throughout this season and, and, and sort of half plan for what you do next year in case it doesn't go well under Aurelio. Well, we're, we're hoping that everything works well with Aurelio, and Aurelio's been around long enough, and we've got an agreement with him in place. Look, if things go well, you know we can sit down during the season and, and map out what you know, what what it looks like beyond beyond this season. I'm hoping and I'm confident that, that uh yeah, and we'll get the, a good result and he'll do a good job and uh, you know, we, we, we have him here for the longer term but we're both uh you know, both been around long enough to know that anything can happen. So let's you know, we'll see what happens during, during the course of the season and then we'll sit down and we'll have regular discussions with him and you know, with uh with the board and, and, and see how it pans out. Obviously very early uh, first day at work today, so um, beyond uh, the next uh, few months, there's not really too much to discuss right at this point in time. What sort of response? It's been a big week to lose 6-0 and then change manager. What sort of response do you expect from the players come Friday night? Well, I expect uh, a, a big response, to be honest, Julian. I mean, an experienced bunch of players that we've got, they, they, uh, they've been around a long time and and uh, I'm sure they're very proud and, and uh, very embarrassed at, at that result. And, and um, we'll be doing everything, and Aurelio will be doing everything in his power as well to make sure that, that you know, it doesn't happen again and the boys come out with a, with a much different mindset. Michael, appreciate your time. It's a, a big day for the football club when a, a manager changes. Uh, let's hope things settle down, starting with uh, Friday night against Sydney at Amy Park. We really appreciate your time. No problem at all, Julian. Thanks for having me. Michael Petrillo, Melbourne City Director of Football. So Aurelio Vidmar in charge this Friday night at home to Sydney FC. Both teams looking to get their first points of the season.